Hello, welcome to Wow Me, Women on Wealth Management Education. I'm Susan Moody, and I'm here with Kim Dyer of Keystone Capital Management Group. Where we Great help to be you, here. Oh, we help you lay the foundation <laughs> for your financial success. So I think we have a very interesting topic today because I think a lot of people might have heard about 529 plans, uh, but yes. may not know that there's a possible alternative, and that's what you're going to be sharing with us today. Exactly. We're going to talk about maybe some advantages and disadvantages between the alternative or doing the 529. Okay. All right. So we're ready to roll. So the term is an UTMA, and I don't know if anybody's ever heard that. And the UTMA replaced the UGMA. So <laughs> yeah. all new terms for me when I came on board with Keystone. Yeah. So an UTMA is a uniform transfer to a minor child. So a child, someone under 18, cannot own an investment by themselves. Okay. So and each state kind of determines what that age limit is when they're when they're old enough to be okay. able to own. So prior to when they turn 18, a guardian can open an account for them mm -hmm. and uh, they are on the account with the child, but the, the account is actually the child's. And when they turn mm -hmm. 18, it transfers to the child. Okay, so they're like guarding the funds. They're, they're <laughs> making, they're yeah. overseeing. Yeah what they invest in, making sure that money isn't taken out inappropriately. Uh -huh. And sometimes these accounts are used, I've seen them used uh, when someone wins a lawsuit and money has been given to a child, they'll put the funds in an UTMA account and there's a guardian on the account mm -hmm. and they'll make sure that they're held for the child until they turn 18 and sometimes with that, uh, with that uh, lawsuit, there's restrictions by mm -hmm. the state on what they can invest in so uh -huh. that they're not uh, investing in aggressive kinds of things. But there's no restriction mm -hmm. on how the account is spent after you turn 18. So if it, when it goes to the child, they, mm -hmm. can, they don't have to spend it on educational kinds of costs. Uh -huh. they, it just becomes of that child so that the account gets re-registered in that child's name and then it becomes their account. Mm -hmm. Now that they're an adult. Now that they're an adult. Mm -hmm. And every state, again, some uh -huh. say 21, some states say uh, 18. Here in Arizona, it's 18. And so on their 18th birthday, that UTMA account can be re-registered and the funds are given to the child. So that's can be a good thing uh, and got, it can so, be a bad that thing. That was my question is, it said it can be transferred, but if the parent says, no, I want to hold it there until they're older. They don't have that option, okay. really. Okay. If, yeah, once that child turns 18. What happens, though, uh -huh. in real life is sometimes those UTMA accounts are sitting there and people kind of forget about them. Uh -huh. And, you know, if the child doesn't say, I'd like to take that account now, uh -huh. there's, there's no... There's no one that kind of says, hey, get that account switched over. So sometimes I've, hmm. I have seen where accounts sometimes sit uh -huh. for a few years because the child doesn't know it exists. You know, they aren't getting... And it's not an automatic transfer. Somebody no. has to process it. Somebody has to process okay. it and okay. say, now we want that account okay. to be... Um, so that so it's <laughs> it can be 
a positive and it uh -huh. can be a negative that um, the child can, or you can spend it on whatever, uh -huh. and the child can get access to it. And so like with 529, sometimes mm -hmm. if you don't use the funds, then you have to go through a process of trans transferring it to another child or mm -hmm. figure out who's going to use those funds so that... Because um, it's very specific what the use is for versus the UTMA, as you were right. saying. Okay. Right. And with the UTMA, it's just uh, a way for the uh, to give the child... Um, access to those funds. So mm -hmm. you might put money in that child's name and then when they turn 18, and you can use it for college. Mm -hmm. um, here's one of the disadvantages as well. Um, I think probably a lot of parents know about FAFSA and the applications you go through when you want to try and get financial aid. UTMAs can be a negative for the child getting financial aid. So those oh. are some of the things you have to mm -hmm. be careful of. I think in regard to an UTMA, the child has to spend at least 20% of the account on their education. There's some restrictions oh, okay. in regard to that FAFSA and it's like a fund held by the child. So that can be a problem, mm -hmm. but there's some things that you could do where you can you know, maybe at a late, you start with an UTMA mm -hmm. and uh, you've got some freedoms with it. And then at a later date, you can roll those accounts into a 529. So it doesn't have oh. to be, you know, mm -hmm. you start one way. It doesn't uh -huh. mean you couldn't change it at a later date. I think one of the things that's coming up for me, as we say, with the 529, it's so specific on the education. And if you're starting it as a parent or a grandparent when the child's younger, you don't necessarily know if they're going to go for higher education. Right. So maybe having a, a mother start with until you kind of get to know the career path that the child wants. <laughs> know what kinds yeah. of things yeah. they're interested uh -huh. in. Because, uh, and one of the things about the 529 plan that they have improved access for people wanting to go to a trade school, oh. whereas before mm -hmm. you couldn't really use it for trade school. Uh -huh. So 529s have lots of benefit, and we'll probably do a program on 529 uh -huh. plans. But UTMAs are kind of uh, just, we've got some grandparents that instead of giving their kids toys after toys, uh -huh. and they just see the money spent needlessly, mm -hmm then uh, some grandparents are saying, well, I'd like to put it mm -hmm. into an account and save. And so, you know, mm -hmm. that's got some nice merit. And like you said, uh -huh. a little later on, when you know what the child mm -hmm. is going to do, you have, you have time to then get that, those funds transferred over mm -hmm. and use them for education, that kind of thing. Now, I don't, I don't know if this is the appropriate time to ask this question, but you can tell me if you're going to get to okay. it later. But when you're talking about like grandparents are putting that in there, I remember my grandparents did savings bonds. Yeah. So I'd be just curious about savings bond versus and that uh, your take on that. Well, and the savings bonds, because yeah. of the interest rate, it's so low. Uh-huh. And uh, although it is tax-free, it grows inside their tax-free and you have to hold them for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. And then at a later date, they're worth a certain amount. Mm -hmm. And you hold them a very long time mm -hmm. at that one or 2%. The nice thing about an UTMA, you can invest in some of these, you know, you could invest in 
Tesla, the new, oh. you know, the car <laughs> stock. That's a uh -huh. little aggressive. Maybe, uh -huh. maybe you don't want to do that. But there are some things, uh, you know, where maybe you'd have an opportunity to own uh, stock in uh, PayPal or in or an Amazon, or an Amazon <laughs> and something that you know is. Uh -huh is really going to grow and take off technology, mm -hmm. artificial intelligence. And so inside the Utma account, mm. as long as it's not one of those accounts that's mandated by the courts, uh -huh. you can you could do some other types mm -hmm. of investing. Whereas you have some options. With you that. have options. Uh -huh. You can go from very conservative to very aggressive. It's just that guardian has to oversee and, mm -hmm. and kind of authorize what can be done. Uh, the other thing that's advantages and disadvantages, with a 529 plan, the funds grow tax-free inside there. Mm -hmm. And as long as you use the funds for education, then you don't have to pay tax on them. Mm -hmm. So uh, on an UTMA, they're actually taxed on an ordinary basis once ordinary income, the child is taxed okay. if they earn over $2,100. So, uh, you know, an account that's hmm. um, got $10,000 and it earns, you know, four or five percent, uh -huh. it's not, you know, $500, it's not going to be taxable. And so a lot of times you can do hmm. quite a bit, uh -huh. but it's um, once it hits $2,100, income, not the uh -huh. balance, but the income, then it's taxed like a trust is taxed. And they just changed oh. that rule. They call it a kitty tax. <laughs> so if the child, it used to be that people would put uh, funds uh -huh. in the child's name so they didn't have to pay as much tax. So it was kind mm -hmm. of a tax strategy for the parent, but they've kind of changed that now. So after $2,100, you pay tax like a trust. Regardless of whether the child has aged out or not. Yes. Okay. So even, so a six-year-old, uh -huh. if they make $3,000, they have to pay tax on that amount over oh $2,100. So. But on well, their own? Oh, wait. Uh, they have to file their own <laughs> okay. tax return. All right. Yeah. So we're getting some interesting information here from Ms. Dyer about an Utma account. I think we're going to take a short break. Sounds good. And then we'll come back and continue the conversation on WowMe. Please stay with us. Hi, I'm Pam Prine. And I'm Kim Dyer. And we are the owners of Keystone Capital Management Group. At Keystone, we want to help you lay the foundation to your financial success. Go to our website, keystonegroupaz.com, and download your free retirement kit today. That's keystonegroupaz.com. Because you are not your mother. Take control of your financial future. Start today. Welcome back to Wow Me. I'm here with Kim Dyer and she's been sharing with us a possible alternative to a 529 plan called an UTMA, <laughs> <laughs> which you hadn't really heard the term before and you may not have either. But just before the break, we're kind of going in through some taxation kind of requirements or things around the 529 versus the UTMA. So maybe you can go a little bit more. I, I, what, you were talking about a kitty tax. Yes, <laughs> a kitty tax. So yeah. um, if the child, through what they own in the account, so we set up a brokerage account, we put um, some, we buy some stock, mm -hmm. Amazon, and then we say, okay, now we're gonna buy another stock. So I'm mm -hmm. gonna sell that Amazon and I'm gonna buy 
PayPal or something. So when you sell that first stock, mm -hmm. there's a gain or a loss uh -huh. from that sale. And uh -huh. that becomes taxable depending on how much Mm -hmm. They gain. You know, if you hold on to that stock, there's uh -huh. no there's no gain or loss. Okay. So uh, some companies, however, or mutual funds or any of those other kinds of investments, sometimes they pay a dividend. Mm -hmm. And so uh, if that uh, dividend uh, mm -hmm. is uh, distributed, then there's a tax on tax that dividend. On that yes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but. Up to twenty one hundred, there's they can earn uh, and not have to pay mm -hmm. file a tax return. Mm -hmm. But after twenty one hundred, then they have to file their own tax return in their name. Uh -huh. And there's a lot of children around the country. You'd be amazed wow. how children around the country have to file a tax return because, uh, because they've earned uh -huh. so much in an in a UTMA account uh -huh. or some other account. Um, mm -hmm. And once. Uh, it used to be they would revert to the parents' income tax rate. That's what I thought was happening. Okay. But uh, in uh, 2017, they came out with a new Jobs, <laughs> uh, jobs Act. Uh -huh. And in that act, of course, they didn't talk about okay. it to anybody. <laughs> but in that act, they changed it. And anything over 2100 and you're taxed like a trust. So up to 2,600, it's 10%. Uh, and then up to about, there's three or four tiers, up to about 13,000. Mm -hmm. uh, then it shifts to 37%. Wow. So it's, you've got to kind of manage it. So uh -huh. if you start accumulating a lot, you really need to have the conversation, is education in mm -hmm. You know, is it a trade school? Is mm -hmm. it, you know, some sort of uh, uh, education that then you should get it shifted over uh, and uh -huh. and use some other vehicle. Mm -hmm. So it, it's just one of those tools uh -huh. that you can use. But. And it sounds to me it's one of those tools that you should talk to your financial advisor yes. <laughs> about so you make the right decision for yes, you. Yes, right? absolutely. Based on your circumstances. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I, I just wanted to clarify um, there used to be a term called UGMA, U-G-M-A, and that was a uniform gift to a minor. Oh. And, um, but most of the states, and I looked up, the only one that hasn't is South Carolina, and I don't know why, but okay. they still have UGMAs in their state. But most of the states have hmm. now said, we're going to use this UTMA, which is a uniform transfer to a minor. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's how the accounts are registered. <laughs> I so I just wanted the terms. And they're taxed based on their earnings. So that's mm -hmm. a disadvantage up over the 2100. Uh -huh. um, there's no limit on how much you can put in them. So uh, is there uh, on a 529? Uh, there are some limits. Okay. And uh, on the UTMA, the only limit you have to think about is just the gift tax in general. Mm -hmm. If a person gives more than the limit of the gift tax, mm -hmm. then it affects the lifetime exclusion. Uh, uh, we won't go into yeah, that today, that. but there are some issues to be <laughs> uh -huh. conscious of, but there's, mm -hmm. there's no limit on what they can transfer mm -hmm. over. So that's kind of an interesting thing. Okay. Um, so 
what I wanted to do is kind of talk about how much, if you, back to if a grandparent or a parent or even a child, you know, sometimes they get, they get birthday money and yep. they get some money from this person and that person. All of a sudden they've got a hundred or two hundred dollars. It's not that uncommon for a child today to have a couple hundred mm -hmm. dollars a year in gifts. Mm -hmm. You know, when you look at Christmas money and those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So I did, I kind of ran a, a schedule and if upon the birth of the child, you put 2000 in an account and $200 got contributed every year uh -huh. and you picked investments that at least made 5%, which would be quite higher than your savings right. bonds. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when they turned 18, you would have almost $10,000. Oh, nice. And that's, you know, that's a big help that that can be a stepping stone to do something else with. Right. It can be used to buy a house. It can uh -huh. be used to start them in a new business. Right. Uh, there's all kinds of things that could do. Some seed money. Some seed money. For, <laughs> for their life. For something positive, <laughs> yes. We don't want them to just throw it all away. Right, Because right. um, uh, uh, one other graph that I have about earnings is if someone at age 25 can put 10,000 away, just not think about it. And that's why I kind of focused mm -hmm. on, if you put 2,000 in and your family gave you $200 and every year you put that $200 in and you had 10,000 when you're 18. Mm -hmm. If you could just put that 10,000 somewhere and not think about it and not touch it, and you could make nine uh, percent, or do you? Or excuse me, you could make twelve percent on the money. Do you know how much you'd have when you were sixty-five? You'd have a million one. Just from that one ten thousand dollars. From that one ten thousand. Not adding anything else to. Not adding anything. Okay, because my granddaughter's calling today, so. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a little chart, uh -huh. and if you'd like to see any of these tools, we'd love to share them yeah. with you. But it's amazing with the value of time if you mm -hmm. just set it aside. One other thing that we'd like to say, we have some uh, grandparents and they want to give something to, to the child. Uh -huh. And so we do some things where we get their picture, we put it in a certificate, and then we deposit the money and we say, grandma and grandpa gave you this. And then they have kind of a document uh -huh. and something to cherish and something from their grandparents. We could go the other way. We could put the grandparents' picture in oh. to give it to the, to the young child. Mm -hmm. But generally, we've been putting the child's picture on the certificate and they love seeing it. And uh -huh. so there's some fun things that you yeah. can do to give to the children. So I think our message is maybe instead of just, I don't know, buying another toy uh -huh. and they have so much today in excess yeah. or buying you know a hundred dollar pair of tennis shoes mm -hmm. or of course they'd probably say i gotta have those yeah. but, but if you yeah. can you know save it's uh, it's great it's getting them on the right track and that's what i love about keystone is we really personalize what we do here right and so like with these certificates you know even having the little graph chart for you so you know, we invite you to set up an appointment and come and chat with us about, you know, what your plans are, what your goals are for you and your family members. Go to our website at keystonegroupaz.com or give us a call at 623-299-9710. We're here to help you lay the foundation for your financial success. 
So thank you for joining us today. The program is sponsored by Keystone Capital Management Group, LLC, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors. Keystone Capital Management Group, LLC, J.W. Cole Financial, and J.W. Cole Advisors are unaffiliated entities. The opinions expressed by Pam Prine and Kim Dyer should not be construed as specific investment, legal, or tax advice. Pam Prine and Kim Dyer are not providing legal or tax advice. Nothing should be construed as a solicitation of an offer to buy securities.